Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That fucking ice cream van, honestly, every day, every fucking day. It is October. Have a word with yourself. Right, episode five, here we go. Tone after the tone, after the tone, leave your applause on my own always start the show like that always will do there's something quite sad about a solo clap isn't there but in my head what happens is when it starts is you all clap as well and I know you don't because I know you like doing the dishwashing or having a go at yourself <laughs> could you imagine people had to go at themselves to this podcast anyway let's start hello welcome to after the tone episode five it's all to play for we're really getting through these aren't we just before i press the record button i don't know there's a spirit within me that comes out my mum texts me to say what are you doing for christmas <laughs> and i just thought Oh, Mum, I'm really trying to come to terms with the fact that February happened, <laughs> let alone try and entertain whether or not I'm going to have my Christmas tea with you. So I've just placed that in the room for us all. I had my flu jab today, woman on the high street outside Specsavers, kicking up a right fuss because she won't wear a mask. And her justifications for this <laughs> were, well, if I wear a mask... What will this government ask me to do next? They're going to take the piss out of us. And I thought, 140,000 people dead because of austerity, the bedroom tax, the fucking tax swindles of this Tory government in England. And you think wearing the mask is them taking the piss? (laughs) Anyway, it tickled my fancy. Hello, dear listener, if you're new here, my name is Scotty. I'm sort of a poor man's Esther Ransom. (laughs) 
what is wrong with me today? If you live outside of the UK or are under the age of 35, you probably don't know who Esther Ranton was. Well, I guess she's a bit like QVC meets political journalist Owen Jones. <laughs> Imagine Owen Jones in a twin set, pearls and a gorgy blow-dry wig, and then you're kind of halfway there. Anyway... That's me. I'm the host of this. This top show on the iTunes, I Hear You Cry. Yeah, we've been in the top charts this week, which is lovely. So thank you, dear listener. Stick that up your table manners, please, Jesse Ware. <laughs> I have no idea who Jesse Ware is. <laughs> like, I need someone, as I've described who Esther Ransom is to you, I need someone to call in and describe who Jesse Ware is to me. What is a Jesse Ware? In part of my brain, I think that podcasts are very modern uh, because you've got the likes of Jesse Ware and Alfie Days mm-hmm, from YouTube doing them. And then you see that Richard and Judy, who used to be on the television, are doing them. And you think, oh, it's just a fucking free for all, isn't it? Uh, anyway, if you're new here, hello. Uh, welcome to After the Tone. It's a podcast made up entirely of voice notes that strangers, friends, regular listeners and gorgeous people around the world have left for me on the WhatsApp. Uh, the way that this works is you leave a message on the WhatsApp. Producer Debbie deletes the most filthy ones. We keep a bit of filth in because you know what? We've got to keep it entertaining. And then I listen to them for the first time whilst recording this and I'm sat on my bed and I'm talking into my phone. It's very experimental. I hear you cry and well, just we artist, not afraid of being avant-garde. Anyway, if you, dear listener, ever fancy picking up the blower and telling us a bit of gossip, you know, I'd love to hear from you. There's never ever a theme. You don't have to have an excuse to buzz in. There's not going to be a test. It's whatever's on your mind, whatever you'd like to share. I'd love to hear from you. So the number you need to leave your voice note to is... 0788 And remember, send your voice note via the medium of WhatsApp. Because if you call us... Oh, for fuck's sake. My mum's calling me. She just wanted to know if I wanted anything from Marx's blesser. (laughs) So, remember to send us your voice note via WhatsApp. uh, Because if you call us... You'll be sorely disappointed because, like a lazy drug dealer, um, the burner phone is always off. Uh, Anyway, without further ado, I'm bracing myself this week. I can feel it in my waters that it's going to be a good one. All right? So brace yourselves. Let's do it. Since when did summer end? It's got so cold. We refuse to put the heating on until at least mid-November because it's so expensive. So... It is jumpers and tracksuit bottoms all round over here. Although, I'm showing my age here, but basically, a woman in our block ordered a heated clothes dryer and had three turn up, so it was like, does anyone want one? Genuinely, it's revolutionised my life. Clothes are drying so much quicker and it costs less than putting the radiators on. It's amazing. Winter hack, mate. Do you know what? You know, like, when you have, like, you go out with your mates and you have a cup of tea and then someone mentions, like, the word jiu-jitsu and all of a sudden on your Instagram you start to get jiu-jitsu. 
it's a really bad example, but you know what I mean. Well, the other day I was talking about heated clothes dryers and I was thinking, well, I think I might get one. And some callers just called in. I think this is the social media advertising. Anyway, hello. Yeah, I'm quite, well, I've definitely got the heating on to tell you the truth. I put it on in the morning before him indoors wakes up because he don't like it on either. And you're right, it is expensive and we're all supposed to be nice people to the polar bears, aren't we? Because they don't like the central heating on. They get far too hot in that jacket. But yeah, I've got this um, one which is all supposedly renewable. Supposedly like... I'm like being a nice person by having that heating. Probably just fuck all. Um, But I'm glad your clothes are drying quickly because there's nothing worse than the smell of damp clothes when they've got dry. Oh, God. Actually, nothing bugs me more. And it's the reason why my mum goes through probably a bottle of Lenore a week. You go around my mum's house and she don't need any reed diffusers because she's just got the fucking washing drying. But I do love it. Sometimes my mum says, do you want to send up a few bits? And I'll do them for you because she knows she knows that I like it to smell that way. Anyway, I'm glad your life has changed because of a heated dryer. And do you know what? I'm all for... It was probably from Amazon. I love it. You know, like when Amazon say, your thing hasn't been dispatched and you, you have got it. And you think, I want another one. I'm just going to... And then they send you another one. One life hack given, one life hack given back. Oh, yeah. I saw you looking for stories about sad lamps. Really feeling the change of the seasons. And I kind of really dread it as well, actually. They seem to come around so fast. Yeah, winter comes around really quickly. So I bought a sad lamp last year just to try and help me get out of bed in the morning. And actually really woke me up, like, really appreciated it. It was great. Anything really to get me out of bed in the morning. Coffee, CBD, the lot, whatever gets me out of bed. I'll be switching it on in the next couple of weeks for sure. Anyway, enjoying the podcast and love just the range of people that call in, think it's great. Big up, Scotty. Oh, what a lovely call. Well, I'm not going to beat around the bush, but this person sounds very attractive. I tell you what, you give me an accent that's north of Birmingham. Sorry, Brummies. But you give me an accent that's north of Birmingham and I'm like, oh, hello, who are you? Yeah, so I've got a sad lamp. I'm only a week in. You know, I wouldn't be able to give you a proper review of it. But I quite like it. It does feel a bit strange that I'm essentially sat in front of a really bright iPad for like 20 minutes a day. And apparently that's supposed to make me feel better. I mean, why don't we just turn the brightness up on our iPads is what I'm saying, eh? CBD in the morning discuss does that not send you off kilter for the rest of the day because you know i've partook in cbd and thc when i was a young child not when i was a child no one calls social services please but when i was a young woman and it just always sends me wonky do you know what i mean it's also the thing that you usually have after the end of the night when you know you've reached quite high and you need to go down a little bit low so I don't know how that would get me out of bed in the morning. All power to you. Always a question, never a judgment. 
But yeah, the blue skies help though, don't they? Because it has felt like the sky's caving in, in more than just meteorological, meteorological. The weather. What's the posh word for the weather? Oh, I don't fucking know because I'm not posh, that's why. Hi, Scotty, this is Dom. Long time listener of this season and first time caller. Anyway, I'm calling to tell you that I was also in the audience on Trisha. I know. And I did get to make a comment and it didn't get cut out. And uh, the comment that I made was in response to a woman that had hit her husband over the head with a frying pan. Um, My very, very, very erudite assessment of the situation was to ask the question, did her kids ever see her hitting her husband over the head with a frying pan because you didn't want that pattern to keep on persisting so to your listener that got cut out it's probably because he wasn't as insightful as me that's probably why he didn't get left in the show so just pointers for the future for that man thanks bye <laughs> Listener shade. I love it. I love this now. Last week you had a phone call from a person who wasn't very good. <laughs> First time caller. Hello, round of applause to you. We love that. We love the people who pick up the dog and bone telephone for the first time. Gorgy. Trisha. Yeah, now, very erudite, very. <laughs> I sort of say that and I don't even know what it means. I think it means astute. Maybe it doesn't. Who gives a shit? But yeah, I think that's a very worthy comment that you said back there because domestic violence is domestic violence. And I'm sure in the 90s, they would have played it as like, oh, isn't she funny with a frying pan? I thought you were going to say, I put my hand up and I asked the question, was it Teflon? So that's how erudite I am. Thank you very much for your phone call. Hello Scotty, it's Aid, as in Jackson's Lane Aid, as in working class Aid. Sat outside a pub in Smithfield's Market, having a glass of wine, just done a 30 mile bike ride. Anyway, a famous person on the bus, Ben Wishaw, who's on the bus with his boyfriend, and I was talking to my friend Pete about my views on relaxed performances to people with um, learning disabilities after an incident and uh, about having dedicated performances. He didn't like it. And he started having a go at me. And you know, so we got off the bus and they followed us. And Ben Wishaw and his partner followed us down the tube. And his partner grabbed hold of me by the fucking collar and started having a go at me. Anyway, don't know what you're going to do with this. Ben Wishaw as I live and breathe. I mean, that must have been like the most poshest harassment ever, isn't it? He always plays like nervous, posh, gay Ben Wishaw. I mean, he does it very well. You know what I mean? In a very English scandal with Hugh Grant, who looked very aged in that. But Ben Whitshaw harassing you about relaxed performance. Oh, do you know what? That just reeks of, like, posh actor cuntdom, doesn't it? Like, I don't want a relaxed performance because I've loved the lines and the lights look great. It's like, just chill the fuck out. Have a smoke. Have a word with the listener who just called in about the CBDs. Ben, by the way. Also really love that you call yourself as in working class aid. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like I'd like to introduce her. Hello, my name is Scotty, as in working class Scotty. A few years ago, I used to work in a deli. 
and me and my friend who worked in the cafe that was like with the deli went on a big night out which probably around Christmas so regrettably the next day we both had a shift and we were well, hanging out of our asses. it was awful and kind of got into work and early on in the day I was sick all over the customer toilets which I just left <laughs> I didn't even tell anyone that it was me someone went in later and they were like oh no and I just pretended it I didn't know about it but as the day went on I could feel myself just getting worse and so I just got to the point where I was like I have to go home but I had to obviously get permission from the shop owner so then I had a conundrum I was like well what what do I say that's like good enough to leave so I concocted a story that I need to go to hospital because my aunt had had a heart attack which I chose my aunt specifically because she was actually already dead and I thought I don't want to bring any like bad news on any one of my family who's actually alive so I said oh let's call her Mary Mary um I have to go and at this point I should also point out I was so hungover I was crying and she's like what's happened I was like well my aunt's had a heart attack and she took the hospital named the hospital I, I, she was like oh god well in this state you can't go to hospital and drive like this and I was like I can't <laughs> cries and um she's like, what's happened so I was like oh my auntie's had a heart attack and she's like oh what your mum's sister I was like oh god I forget you know my whole family <laughs> and she's like well I'll get someone to drive you so I called her son and was like oh let's call him Tom Tom can you drive Kate to the hospital I was like no I can drive myself <laughs> and she looked me dead in the eye and went if you'd rather drive yourself, I'd just say this. I know that your mum needs you, but I need you behind the counter. <laughs> so then I was like, well, I can't, I can't go. Like, I can't leave because she's, I'm either going to be driven to a hospital where there's no one there and I have to then explain to someone why they've got to come pick me up from the hospital so I can go get my car from work after hours or I have to stay. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to stay until the end of the day. <laughs> so then fucking two hours later in pop for mum with my pal and was like you're right Kate. I was like, oh my god no and um mary was kind of like oh your mum's here i was like oh <laughs> she must have left the hospital and i had like look at mum be like go home leave leave like please go and mum was just like looking at me like what's going on like i don't understand why everything is so tense around here and needless to say uh, my manager definitely knew that i'd lied about my aunt having a heart attack and being in hospital um i had to explain to my mum what had happened and she just looked at me and was just like you disgusting person uh but no one ever found out that i was sick in the customer toilet so that's good i guess um yeah good lie bad lie actually probably one of the things i should never have done and probably never have sent this voice note but oh well <laughs> after the tone is your space for catharsis human being thank you so much for sharing that you know like when you see the one horror where you're like oh my god you got sick of the toilet i hope you're like no that's not the main point of this story <laughs> and it just keeps going what a bitch of a boss though to be like no i'll drive you <laughs> just be like fucking leave the person alone to their own devices you know people are too nice aren't they and from your lovely dulcet tones, I'm going to say people are too nice in the north of England for their own good. Oh, I'll drive you around. No, don't fucking bother. Leave me alone. <laughs> now, I just want to tell you, you are ridded of any... Ridded? It's a word. Of any form of guilt around this story. Because you don't work in this place now. And we've all 
all lied. You all have got to lie. Come on, for fuck's sake. People do much worse. I mean, Donald Trump. I mean, if the worst he had done would vomit in a customer toilet and said that his aunt was dead, I mean, we'd be in a better place in the world than we are now, wouldn't we? So, if you've got any more guilt, <laughs> if you've got any more guilty stories, feel free. I, do you know I love an elaborate lie? I made a whole show in 2013 called The Worst of Scotty about all the biggest lies that I told people. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this now. One of them, which was that I'd convinced everybody that my ex-girlfriend committed suicide. It's not funny because of that. It's funny because I thought I'd get away with it and she was alive living down the road. <laughs> anyway, I've grown as a human being and I put it in a show and I had my cathartic moment. So feel free to call into the show and have yours. Hi, Scotty. Oh, look at me. I'm Scotty. Oh, hi, Sophie. I can see from your Instagram that you're in the middle of moving house and it's the most stressed you've ever been in your entire life and that you're surrounded by boxes and everything is horrible and you don't have any Wi-Fi and you're sweating and you can't find your socks so your feet are cold all the time and you try to paint your bedroom yourself but then you fucked it up and now there's paint everywhere and on the on the ceiling and on the floor uh, and, and and you're gonna lose your entire deposit and uh, but hey here's a number that you can leave a, a funny message on on uh on my on my whatsapp for my radio show so can you do that can you can you or because i assume you're not busy what with unpacking your entire life what with your body being in pain because it's the first time you've actually moved in six months oh look at me i'm scotty i have a radio show or something oh listeners we're being trolled i say we because this is a collective project we're all in this all right don't blame me. We're being collectively trolled by award-winning comedian of the internet, Sophie Hagen. This is the third week on a row. <laughs> on a row. <laughs> I tell you what, there's a lesson to be learned from this. Don't have friends. Just don't have them, all right? I tell you what I'm going to do now. I'm just going to go through my calendar and delete all my friends. Because, <laughs> listener, you're my friends now. <laughs> Which feels like a lovely segue to say, <laughs> if you'd like to pick up the phone and be my friend, leave us a message, tell us about what's been going on in your world. Very interested to know where you're at with all the political doings and don't-ins of the world. Also, how you're dealing with the sky falling in and, like, December literally weeks away. And how you feel about that. Has your mum called you up to ask you what you're fucking doing for Christmas? The number you need to WhatsApp is 0788-200-3420. Remember, leave us a voice note on the WhatsApp. You pick up your phone, you open up the WhatsApp button, you press the voice note thing and you go talkie, talkie, talkie. And remember, you don't have to do talkie. I would like some avant-garde sound. I'm more than willing to listen to your band practice. If you've been practising the recorder, I mean, it's all to play for. Hiya, Scotty love. It's uh, that JRF here. Hello. Um, Just been listening to the show. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love hearing all these wonderful weirdos from all around the world. Just to paint a picture with me words. 
I've just put a washer load on, dark wash, and uh, my flat's starting to fill with the heady smell of jacket potatoes. I've put some potatoes in the oven on a low heat. I like to do them for three hours on a low heat. Oh, it's lovely. Any road, I'm having a bit of a, a funny day. Not funny ha-ha, but, you know, funny miserable. I've got the cat at the end of the bed, lovely Klauser Kinsey snoring away, and uh, I've I've cuddled up into bed. Anyway, get to the point. What I'm ringing to say is I'm having a bit of a crap day. IBS day. Sometimes it likes to rear a ugly head. It just is just like, oh, you know, your life was feeling, you were feeling good about yourself. Well, let's just make it feel like you've swallowed a load of hot gravel. So anyway, I've got my uh, hot water bottle on on my belly. I'm in my bed. And I'm reading Peter Pan in bed. As a fellow dyslexic, you appreciate the, the difficulty of reading. What I will say is I have been reading a lot more children's literature. As you know, shameless plug, I've been doing my tales with Tonkal online, reading diverse and lugabater LGBT+. Plus books for children and and that's really been helping me a great deal and I've also been reading a lot of stories that I enjoyed as a child maybe it's regression I don't know I think it's because they you know taking me back to a comforting part of my childhood anyway what I was going to ask is is there a, a favorite children's book or a book that you read as a child that you go back to to feel safe and and happy anyway sending you lots of love darling love and light god bless bye gorgy message there from that jrf who yes dear listener you should check out on the instagram they (coughs) oh my god consumption i thought i was gonna die there anyway i'm back don't worry listener it's fine could you imagine if i died on air, well, not really on air, because someone would have to send the tapes to Debbie, but if I died, well, that would get us to number one, wouldn't it? Like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Anyway, what was I saying? JRF does these talky-talky book readings on the Instagram for kids. It's delicious, it's gorgeous. Anyway, very uh, beautiful picture there that I got of where you are in the world. I know you're in Scotland, and the smell of jacket potatoes, second to none. I would just like to say, I also do a low and slow technique. Fork the fuck out of them, rub them in a load of salt, and then for the last half hour, cover them in a bit of butter. Yeah, that's the way to do it. And you also want to buy a good spud to start with. Do you know what I mean? You don't want a spongy spud. Anyway, to answer your question, there's a book series called Horrible Histories. Now, I've always got on with these because, as you say, I'm dyslexic. The um, text is a bit far apart than in a normal book. So there's a lot of spacing around it. So I find it easy to read. I also really like history. And it's a television programme and the television programme's great. So I'll go back to that. If I go on long journeys, I'll often bring a couple of those with me. Hello, Scotty. It's me, Dixie. What are you doing? I'm watching Fraser the film. Bye. When it first started, I'm not going to lie, I was a bit scared because I thought, is this a gremlin? (laughs) 
And then I realised it's my neighbour and showbiz friend, Dixie, who is five, I think now. Dixie lives round the way with her mum, Amy, who are both beautiful human beings. And Dixie has actually gone viral because Dixie has dolls that look like her and have these like little add-ons for hearing aids and stuff because Dixie wears a hearing aid sometimes or often has hearing devices that mum wears called Roger. Roger's great, we love Roger. And Dixie was in the Metro newspaper. And of course, because the world is such a fucking hideous place. I can't, I really hope Dixie's not listening to this. Dixie started to get hate mail. And I feel this is where we turn the world and we say, well, actually, Dixie's a superstar. Dixie's one of my favourite people to hang out with. Because if you say, Dixie, do you like my hair? Dixie will often go, no. (laughs) And do you know what? You wouldn't get that from a fully grown human being. So I quite enjoy Dixie's personality. And I I think there's, there's something which I enjoy, which I think relates back to the phone call that we just had there from JRF. There is something about a big fat Mary and the relationship a big fat Mary can have with a child. Because I think to kids, we're probably just these magical camp fairies. (laughs) And um, in their head, they're often that as well. When I first met Dixie, all we would do is sing Frozen over and over. Dixie, always lovely to hear from you. And thank you so much for calling. I'm glad you're watching a nice film. Yesterday, I watched Halloween, the new one, and I wouldn't advise that you watch it. Hi, Scotty. Um, It's the carer here. I hope you're doing well. I'll try and keep it short, because it's a bit of a rant, as you made me think when you were saying who's going to be doing this care for us non-breeders, homosexuals, who choose not to have some mad dynasty. Yeah, what's going to be happening to us? Um, and, you know, it's it's an interesting one, and we hope in believing other people's care and attention. And I guess a lot of it as well, unfortunately, comes down to the old capitalist system. As you said, will there even be care out there? Will there even be an NHS to give us a robot carer to look after us? Because I think that's sort of where we're going, isn't we, do you know? And and you're right, it all just comes down to a financial bias at the end of the day. And in, in the great capitalist game, old age and care is a moneymaker. So maybe we clip together and get a gay care home going on, you know? Rave poppers and prostitutes and male prostitutes on order. I mean, if NHS does give me a, a robot carer, Hope it's not Alexa. Well, it'd be Alex, won't it? It'd be, dear Alex, can you make me a cup of tea? And and if it does get to the point that I'm really sitting around thinking of piss and biscuits and poppers and in a mobility going on, um, there's a serious mad radical in me that'll just be going, hi, Alex, can you wheel me to the House of Commons? And then I'd douse myself some petrol and protest the um, fall of the fucking capitalist empire it's been a tough one the last few days i don't know if you can tell with my great optimism but you know i'm at that age now what 20 30 years when i think the fucking financial mental crash is going to be really full affecting i'm i'm 70 80 i'm happy to be a fucking suicide 
fucking OAP, convince a load of people in the vein of like the, you know, like the monks what set themselves on fire in, in Tibet and the amazing mindset of the person to stand in front of a tank. I think once you get to that age, why not? Especially if we're just sitting around doing fuck all. And again, financially, if it's there, I think, you know, I mean, I'd spend some money. I wouldn't do cosmetic fucking surgery, but I'd be happy to get a robo hip put in and a fucking knee if you can afford it. You know, you've got to remember that technology's coming on. We could just get all those body parts replaced. Fuck knows, love. Beware, winter is coming. The winter of discontent is coming in it, sweetheart. I love these phone calls that we get on the regular from the carer. Regular listeners will have heard the carer throughout this series too, which I'm so grateful for. It's so lovely to have a regular, do you know what I mean? Someone propped up the end of the bar and going, and another thing. That's what I feel about the carer, which I'm, I'm all here for. Don't ever feel like, oh, I called last week, I can't call again. Call as many fucking times as you like. As many times as you like in the one week as well. Poppers, piss and biscuits. <laughs> that was my 20s, let alone my 80s, sweetheart. <laughs> there is a joy of thinking how queer our queer will be when we're queer elders. Will we be going around these care homo homes having chemsex parties? Will that be part of our evolved culture? Will that be considered part of our restricted characteristics? (laughs) But I do hope there is provision for us. But as ever, as queers, and I use that as the umbrella term, because we are this beautiful cornucopia of letters now that I am wholeheartedly about us being a family. I hope that provision is thought about. But you know we're going to have to self-organise. We've always had to self-organise. I was watching something on Twitter and in a Zoom meeting the other day. These are two different conversations sort of conflated into one where someone who does work around HIV, who is HIV positive, said stuff around it's truly a pandemic when it affects them. And another said all this money and this resource and this pace for a cure when it's a pandemic that affects them. And I thought that was so interesting, so pertinent, of course, but so interesting because, of course, I, I sit there and I think, yeah, it's, we're always going to be other, aren't we? We're never going to be, and perhaps never want to be, the mainstream, the normal, the mean, the average, God forbid. So maybe we're going to have to make these castles ourselves. Recently, I've been thinking a lot about separatism because I think... Well, I don't think utopia is going to happen in my lifetime. So maybe we're just going to have to take ourselves away. And where you might... It's not self-flagellation, is it, when you set yourself on fire? I think I might just go for separatism as the sort of softer version of the same thing. Lovely to hear from you, Kara. And that is us for another week. What a gorgeous show. Lovely real 
gorgeous mix of people that picked up the blower and had a little chat with us. Um, as ever, please do drop us a line. It would be lovely to hear from you. Also, I know some people are a bit shy. So if you just want to send me a little message on the Instagram or on the Twitter, hashtag after the tone pod, P-O-D, or you can find me, Scotty is fat, S-E-O-T-T-E-E, on all of the platforms. It's gorgeous to know who's listening because, you know, it's nice to know that I'm not just screaming into the void. Um, thank you so much for your... Uh, it wouldn't be enough to the tone without a burp, would it? My God. All I've had was water and it's repeating on me. I said all I've had is water and it's repeating on me. The old ones are the best. We've had some lovely reviews. I think I'm just going to look up some of them now. Here we go. Here they are. This podcast is guaranteed to put a smile on your face, spit coffee everywhere as you laugh and probably trip over in the middle of the street. Yeah, this just happened. Please do give us a rate, like, subscribe and all of that bananas if you can, because it does help out. As I say, you know, Jessie Ware, she's getting all the likes, hon, do you know what I mean? So be nice if you helped a girl out. It's always gorgeous to hear from you. Thank you so much for all of the callers for this week. I will see you next week, where hopefully more of you will be telling us about the shit you get up to. All right, see you later. Lovely to see you. Okay, bye, 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 bye. Okay, bye, yeah, bye, bye, yeah, bye. After the tone, after the tone, is presented by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, with voice notes from weirdos across the world. Shout outs to JJ Cranston, Louise Mothersoul, and Podcast.co. After the tone is a Debbie Productions production. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.